Welcome to Spinning Out. I'm your host, Josh Robbins. This is a podcast where we talk to guests about their favorite albums. Today, we're actually going to do something a little bit different. We're talking to my usual Patreon feed co-host, Sarah Blumenthal. We're going through our best of 2021. And maybe not even like a top 10 list, just like things that we enjoyed through the year and things that stuck with us. Also, just like so much, so much, just tune in. It'll just be in a couple minutes. Super appreciate everyone for the support this year. It's been a blast. So many amazing guests. I'm so proud of just honestly all the guests. And super looking forward to next year. Going to keep doing this, you know, do this every week. So super appreciate your support. On that note, please don't forget to check out our Patreon. That's where me and my co-host Sarah, we talk about records that meant a lot to us as kids. Or just like, you know, years past. So that is exclusive to the Patreon feed. And you can subscribe for as little as $1 or more. So check that out. That is patreon.com slash spinningoutpod. Also... Please check us out on social media, Twitter and Instagram. And please, please check us out on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And those things, you know, super help. So we'll get into the list. Once again, thanks so much for your support in 2021. Couldn't have done it without you. Really looking forward to next year. Now let's talk to Sarah Blumenthal. Hey, Sarah, what are we talking about today? Hey, Josh, today? we're talking about our favorite albums from the year. Mm, it's been a long year. No, it hasn't. <laughs> it's uh, actually been shorter than last year by a whole day, if you can believe that. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, who wants to go first? I think you want to go first. I do? I mean, I'll go first. I don't care. Okay. Um, so, my list looks crazy. I mainly, I mainly just wrote things with no order. And then try to go back and add some order to it. And then, yeah, it's messy. When we sat down here and you showed me your list, it definitely had more than 10 things on it. Mm-hmm. And it was like when you do a report for school and you thought you did a good job and then you get there and somebody else did like way more. And you're like, ah, shit, was I supposed to do that? Well, I had this feeling because of, well, this podcast that I was like, I don't remember what I listened to. So it kind of started out with like a couple things, and then I also kind of remembered like albums our friends had put out, and then like other EPs, and then just like more came back to me, and it just never seemed to end. So I guess I listened to more. So what you're saying is, we decided to do a top ten review episode, and then you did your homework, and now we're here. Yeah. Yeah, so I had, well, it's hard It's hard to pick, like, a top ten. Like, I feel like I my brain doesn't, like, think of things in that regard. Like, do you come out of any year being, like, this was the best record of the year? Yeah. Oh, well, I don't. <laughs> like, not necessarily, but I definitely, not, like, necessarily a record, but, like, I definitely come out of the year being, like, I listen to, like, these records a lot. Yeah, there's some that 
for I mean we'll get to it. It's like I feel like I liked it a lot when it came out, and then I just forgot about it. There's a lot of stuff like when I was going back through because at the beginning of the year I started keeping a list in my phone, <laughs> and then so. I abandoned that after like three months, I think. But I went back and looked at that, and I was like, "Whoa, that came out this year." Yeah. And that like kind of was like blew my mind. Yeah. Time, man. So you really me... fucks you up. Yeah. Uh, well, you want me to start? Sure, let's go. I have a feeling that your list and my list are going to be very different with maybe a couple crossovers. Yes, okay. So from the start, of, I feel like my list is, yes, I'm going to agree with you. I feel like it's going to be different because I feel like because like I, a lot of stuff people pick for uh, spinning out are like more melodic things. So I feel like to have fun listening to music, I listened to more abrasive things that were different than what people picked. Like, so, to start with, for an example, um, one of the records that actually stuck with me the most this year is this band called Yotja, and I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing their name correctly. Spell it. Uh, Y-A-U-T-J-A. Mm. And that is uh, what Predators are called. Oh, so you would love that band. It's like a band tailor made for you. <laughs> well, um, so they are, I'm not exactly sure where they're from. Uh, they're from like Alabama or... Guess you didn't do your homework I didn't do a ton all. of research. But okay, so the band, is, the album is called The Lurch. And it came out on Relapse. And uh, they haven't released a record for like seven years before this one. And... Uh, I don't know, it's just like really interesting metal and it's like kind of complicated but not so much that feels like hard to listen to. I guess it's a death metal record, but wow. It's kind of all over the place in terms of uh and it also has like a very colorful cover, so it doesn't go the way of like having, you know, like blood splattered kind of thing. So it's just all around like a unique record that makes me think like uh i don't know like thou and the body and stuff and i'll get more into those names this year that's kind of like where my mind was like bands that are like playing heavy music but maybe in a slightly different way sure yeah makes sense so i feel like i listen to that a lot and they're a three piece and i feel like by listening to the record you wouldn't know it so that's my first yautja that's part, yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, very, I, I actually, one record that really stuck with me throughout the whole year. That's pretty cool. When did that come out? Like the beginning of the year? Uh, pretty close early on in the year. Interesting. I think like February or March. Interesting. But yeah. Sometimes I forget that you listen to music when you're away from me. Because mm-hmm. you're talking about this band and I'm like, I never heard you listen to that band. Well. But like it's, I you listened, spend a lot of time yeah. away from me listening to music. Yeah, I do. What a deranged person I am. (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like you've said that. Like, I don't remember you listening to that. But yeah, I drive to, like, work and things. And also, like, I don't... And then you be at work. Yeah, I be at work. I I feel like (laughs) I I remember playing this record when you're in the car, but I don't don't think I played it a lot and, like, loud around you. Well, it's not really good music when you have company. No. No. Yeah. Yeah. I remember it being earlier in the year... Because I remember telling someone to 
listened to it when I was on the way to go watch the Saul movie. Uh, that was oh, the God. <laughs> So that actually might have been like spring. Yeah, that was like May or June. Oh, okay. That was then May. It I came think. out a little. Yeah. I don't. I don't have my phone near me, and I didn't write a year. But it was a little bit. I guess first quarter of the year. The year was twenty twenty one. This yes. Yeah, this year. I can tell you the year. Um. So then you want the next pick? Oh sure. Okay. So I'm. These are like not in order at all. I'm just gonna like stab at them and pick them. Whatever. I don't need to explain myself to you. No. Okay. So. Uh, the first one I'm going to pick is Pronoun, um, which is a band. Yeah, I know. Okay. And uh, the album is called OMG, I Made It. Hmm. Um, which I was like, okay. So I found out about Pronoun like only a couple years ago. I know they've been a band for like a while. Um, but they went on tour with Jimmy Eat World and I was like, this band, what the fuck? And I was like instantly obsessed with them which was, like, so tight. I love it when that happens. Um, but anyways, I love the other stuff so much, so I was, like, excited and, like, nervous for it. And then I was, like, a little iffy on it at first, but then it just, like, earwormed into me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. Yeah. And I know you're going to be like, well, what kind of band are they? Mm-hmm. And the problem is that, like, I am very bad at describing music, and then I panic, and then I say something really stupid... I so, feel like I know I've heard you play them, and I know a little bit about the band. Um, and this isn't like their first record, and they had a record a couple years ago, right? Um, well, they've had I think they've had a couple other records, yeah. Um, or maybe just a record and a couple EPs. Um, but basically, this is um, like one person's project, Elise, mm-hmm. and. They play as, like, a full band most of the time. I think they play solo sometimes, too. Not sure. Um, but it's, like, indie, synthy, poppy yeah. stuff. Um, but anyways, uh, favorite track, uh, I Want to Die But I Can't. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Great track. Stuck in my head constantly. The 2021 vibe. Yeah, it's a big 2021 <laughs> vibe. Yeah. Um, yeah. Am I supposed to keep talking? I didn't make a lot of notes. No, you're good. Now I'm back uh, to the part of feeling like I didn't do the project no, properly. No, you did, you, did, you did great. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I think our lists are going to be very different. I didn't, I feel like, okay, so I feel like since you'll play, we'll say music like this around the house, then it's not like my go-to because I feel like I get a good amount of it through osmosis around you that's not how osmosis works yeah i don't know what osmosis is except for osmosis jones um but yeah so okay so then moving on i guess that goes back to me then yeah i guess i yeah i feel bad i don't have more to say i feel like i should have more should i have more no do i need to keep talking no okay (laughs) um okay so just to kind of go back to what we were talking about so with yacha that came out may 21st so that was a little bit later in the year than I thought. But uh, I was right about the Saw movie in yeah, May. Yeah, the Saw movie. That's actually what kind of put it together. And I was like, you're right. That was like, so kind of like right before summer. It's kind of when this year like actually started though. Because it's when we were like actually able to do things a little bit. Yeah. Well, because yeah, that was like right after we got the vaccine. And it was kind of like, things are going to, you know, we're, we're <laughs> things winning. Things are getting better. And then it wasn't. Because it was like, yeah, this kind of this year is going to be fucking sick. And <laughs> yeah, that was around that time. And we were wrong. So um, wrong. Okay. So, so wrong. So then actually, I believe earlier in the year, uh, there was 
the body put out an album and I'll kind of go back to them because they put out two albums this year. Um, so they put out an album called I've Seen All I Need to See and that came out in January 29th, 2021. And uh, I listened to it probably actually throughout most of the year. And uh, it, I feel like it's, I want to say it's like different, but they're always, they're always a band that's like constantly changing. But for their specific albums, they've like leaned more into kind of going like noisier territory, but that has almost like a drum and bass feel. And this, it's interesting because like, since they're kind of known as like a two piece, like doom kind of band for them to kind of go and incorporate, I guess, like trip hop or drum and bass <laughs> kind of elements and industrial in a way. Uh, they do it really well. Like it's it's very soundscapey now. Oh. Yeah. So that's one that I would listen to on the way to work a lot. So you would describe the body as soundscapes. Uh, yeah, but with like really <laughs> rhythmic, rhythmic and heavy. You know, and all the all the vocals sound like kind of. You know, so that's cool. Uh, uh, what now? <laughs> I didn't do a good. I didn't do a good <laughs> representation of it, but he kind of like squawks, and I like it. Okay, uh, but Go it's off. just really cool rhythmic thing that you can kind of just put on, even though it's like really abrasive. It just kind of has like a vibe to it that's different than a lot of doom. We love to vibe. So, moving on. We to love you. to vibe to doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Who should I pick next? Um. Okay. So. Anika Pyle put out a record this year oh, called Wild River, um, which I freaking loved. Um, so the record is kind of a mixture of songs and spoken word. And it was really um, like I used to be very like, deep into like the creative writing world. And I like kind of abandoned that um, when I started, which I guess like writing songs is still creative writing. But I feel like that was, like, I mean, obviously you can do both. Mm -hmm. But, like, to do both together and then just, like, present them together yeah, was kind of just, like, oh, yeah. Like, you can do that. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. That's been a, I feel like that's been a theme. I, I really haven't created as much as I wanted to this year. I but, think that's okay. Yeah, but um, things like Anika's record, and I guess just to note, anyone listening, uh, episode 59 of Spinning Out was a really great conversation with Anika. We kind of talked about some of that. And that kind of idea of like, it doesn't have to be any sort of thing. Like there's this kind of voice in our head or the industry tells us it has to be like, you know, if you write like indie rock, you have to kind of keep doing that thing. But it's like, Anika put a record together, like you said, that's music plus spoken word, and why can't you do that? Right. Just do it if you want to do it. I think the biggest thing for me is, like, we're all kind of under the impression that you have to, like, grind in a certain way, Mm -hmm. and that, like, there is a specific goal that you should be trying to reach, or there is, like, a specific way that you should be trying to achieve success in that capacity, and that, like... You can redefine that and you can think about what you actually want 
and like what's actually like the root of what you want to create and just create that and you don't have to try and do the certain thing or like achieve the certain thing like it's okay to just create the things that you want to create Mm -hmm. yeah i mean just write for the sake of writing and not kind of like i i feel like i get so bogged down on what the end result is and it's it's hard for me to even stop doing that i i haven't gotten to that point but it's like at the end of the day and i feel like i've said this on so many episodes of spinning out it's like all i realized during the pandemic was it's like i like writing songs so everything else is just you may have to do it but just I mean, you don't stuff have, like this. You don't have to do it. You don't have to. Like, that's the thing. All. You just, you don't have to do it. Yeah. You can do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And, like, there will be people who appreciate that. Yeah. So, great pick. So, thanks, Anika. Yeah, I'm glad you had that on your list. Another thing I forgot. Wow. Savage. Okay. So, then, moving on. Um, since I just mentioned the body, I will, should I mention them again or should I do another band? You can pick another band. We'll come back to the body. Okay. So Dinosaur Jr. put out a new record this year. That was this year? That was this year. Wow. Yeah. Um, I think like since bands kind of like start dropping singles and I think now especially it, it kind of makes the process feel longer. So they might even started dropping singles like last year. Um, so this record, Sweep It Into Space, uh, was really interesting. I feel like I talked to Justin about Justin Pizzo-Ferrato, who worked on the record, and I feel like they had kind of like, almost like more plans than they were able to accomplish, but, um, it's still really interesting, like, what they ended up doing. Like, Kurt Vile plays on some of the record. And I think the intention was Kurt Vile was supposed to be on, like, more of the record. But pandemic made things really hard for him. Uh, there was, like, a point he had to kind of, like, leave, you know. The, and I think this has been stated in, like, interviews and whatnot. But it's still kind of interesting. Like, since Dinosaur Jr. is so much, well, Jay Maskus's thing, but also the other two guys in the band, having someone kind of come into the project um, and it still just still sound like Dinosaur Jr. is really interesting thing. It just gives it a little bit more of like a different vibe than I feel like some of their other reunion records. Just have a had. little zhuzh. Zhuzh. I, I almost wanted to say that, but I feel like I've been taking that word from you. You have been. Too it's much. okay though. It's okay. Uh, but you can yeah, have it. I can share. It made it. I mean, it's still like a lot of their reunion records, and not in a bad sense, have kind of like blended together. Um, well, this gave it like a little bit more flavor, um, kind of more dynamics, I guess, than a little some... more delicioso. Yeah, delicioso. Um, so that that was a fun record this year. Yeah, I did enjoy that one. I really only listened to it like one time <laughs> all the way through. Um, my brain it doesn't work anymore. So <laughs> just yeah, my brain doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's that. So on to you. On to me. Okay. Um. So, Japanese Breakfast, Jubilee, mm-hmm. um, I think you, like, cannot deny that that was, like, an iconic record this yeah. year. Like, no one, even if, like, you you didn't like it. Like, I can understand if someone didn't, I didn't like it. I didn't listen to it. But you but didn't even listen to no, it? No, I didn't listen to it. Joshua. Well, I feel like, once again, another record that I feel like I listened to because of you listening to it so often, or pieces of it. Um, 
But yeah, I couldn't, even not listening to it, I couldn't avoid it. Like, I feel like I heard a lot about it. And uh, I mean, I like the stuff I've heard. It's just for some reason I didn't get around to it. I mean, but. honestly, incredible work of art. Um, iconic year for her mm-hmm. with this record and her book. Yeah. Um, which just like absolutely destroyed. And I mean, the tours, the press, the coverage, the everything. It's just like, I feel like she's like one of us. Yeah. You know, like I've played like dirty like basement of a building shows with her yeah and so i'm like like we made it like we i don't know i feel like we made it yeah we like we got one out there um but that record i mean she just has like it you know i know we were talking about this last night also like you can you can do well and not have it but like when you have it you just, like, have it. Yeah. And she has got, like, all of it. Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting to think of, like, like Little League playing in a space. And that might... Was that our first show? Like, All Right's first show? The, or it was one of our first... No, it wasn't our first show, but it was early on because Scott was still playing drums for us. And so that was Little League with Adventures, I believe. Um but yeah, just to, I I agree with you. Just kind of like seeing the progress of uh, them, you know. Yeah, uh, is, is wild. To be clear, the name of the band is Little Big League. Sorry, but <laughs> yes, um, yeah, that was like one of that was I think our second show, um, yeah. which is like psychotic to think about. Um, that seems like so long ago and so recently. Yeah, but like. Man, if I could play that lineup again. This even little points too, like, you know, thinking a little big league and then thinking of Japanese breakfast on like the smaller stage of neighborhood theater. Yeah. Um, and this kind of like where they are now. Just like, I mean, it's like such a long journey probably, you know, cause it's like, you know, I feel like sometimes like people will be like, where did they come from? Sure. But it's like, yeah. it's like as quick as it relatively has, it's like, I know it's been a long and hard journey for right, them right um so e- even as wow. like being a person who's kind of like seen it along the way it does feel like they just like kind of broke out of nowhere you know into this like i think like once you like burst into that bigger mm-hmm. bubble it is like almost it feels immediate but like obviously like we're in bands we know how this works like the amount of work that went into that and goes into it constantly is immense yeah, I feel like uh, the term that's coming to my mind is punctuated equilibrium. Oh my god, why? <laughs> Just uh, why? Yeah, so, um, yeah, and that really doesn't have anything to do. That's like a evolution term. But um, it's kind of <laughs> like you kind of, like, things just keep building up, building up, building up until they just, like, burst. You know, I think the kinda... term you're actually looking for is tetany. Tetany? Yeah. <laughs> It's like when things go up a little bit and then they start to come down and then they get another boost uh, and then they go up a little bit and start to come down and then go up a little bit. It's mm. another science word. It's okay. Yeah. Well, uh, Stephen Jay Gould is who uh, coined the term punctuated equilibrium, just so anyone knows. Oh, good. We'll save that for our so. science episode. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's as much science as I know. Um, okay. So then it's my turn. It's your turn. Talk All about right. something heavy. So actually, this one isn't heavy. 
Um, okay. So, Hurry put out a new record this year. Oh, I forgot about that one. And, Oopsies. you know, so the album was called Fake Ideas, and that came out and let's see that was june 25th 2021 um i guess it sounds like i'm name dropping but so matt was a guest on the pod uh earlier this year and i was able to hear the record early so i feel like it's like i remember hearing it felt like back in like march or something um and yeah it's a record that also i'll say it again like stuck around with me uh, I've really, ever since like the, was it Hot Sauce Records? <laughs> you remember the label that Peter Helmus ran? Um, green Sauce? Hot Green Records. <laughs> there it goes. There, got it. Um, but yeah, just like even from that point, like, you know, seeing Matt from, you know, Everyone Everywhere into Hurry. And then, I don't know, just always been a fan. Of, we love to see our friends succeed. Yeah. Um, also seeing Matt kind of get like big tours, like coming up next year with like Brian Fallon and stuff like that is, you know, another journey. Cause I don't think Matt really likes touring that much. So, you know, <laughs> the kind of success or just like making a record that like hits exactly the vibe that I'm feeling right now, um, uh, musically, you know, kind of power pop kind of stuff. Like if I'm not listening to heavy music, it's like, feels like it's like power pop is the other thing feeling so this is right up that alley i once heard hurry playing in the gap is that is that the vibe you're feeling yeah that's the i like i like that yeah if you're not playing really heavy music please be playing at the gap that's (laughs) where i'm at so uh so on to you on to me um okay who should i pick next um okay i'm gonna go with I had a couple like outliers on here. Like the most of these are in the same vein, but um Angel Dust. Oh wow, I forgot to put that yeah. on my list. So they put out Yak, a collection of truck songs. Okay. I think what I couldn't figure out, and this really doesn't matter, by it being called a collection, do you count this as a new record? Every album is a collection. This is true. This is why this doesn't matter. But, like, I was like, does this count? Because some of it's, like, songs that had already kind of been out. Bury Your Dead put <laughs> albums, songs on every album that have been out before. So I think if Bury Your Dead can do it, then Angel Dust can do it. Yeah. I I listened to Yak a good amount, and I'm really surprised it's not on my list. Yeah, I'm but, surprised, too. I yeah. thought that was going to be a crossover one for us. I'm... That's the thing. I just totally. I also had phone notes, and I just stopped. I just yeah. stopped at some point in my head. It's like, you know, that moment where you're like, "I'm gonna remember this." Constantly. I do that. I do that a lot when I'm like writing a new song. I'm like, "I'll remember this," and then I don't. <laughs> yeah. You never do. Like, yeah, just write course. shit down. Like, if you're past, like. I will say though, I did that last night. We were at a show, and I had like a little, like a line in my head. And I was like, ooh, that's good. I should whip out my phone and write it down. But we were, like, standing there watching a band and, like, you and, like, a couple other people we know. And I didn't want y'all to see me, like, writing a note mm-hmm. while a band was playing because for some reason that felt really embarrassing. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll remember it later. You forgot it? I remembered it. You remembered it. Did you write it down? I did. I wrote it down. Okay. I yeah. was like, if you didn't, you write it down right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... There's so many. I feel like I wonder how many, like, good songs have been lost. There's just good oh, ideas. Oh, thousands. Uh, from Thousands. That. Don't even get me started on my uh, missing iPhone. 
Yeah. So many bangers. Uh, uh, but I guess back to Angel Dust, like, I really like what, I guess, like, hardcore dudes, ex-hardcore <laughs> dudes, whatever, have been kind of doing with music, kind of pushing it in a way that's, like, once again, sort of in, like, a power pop kind of territory, just, like, really not being afraid to go all the way melodic, you know? Um, and I think it brings, like, a good flavor to it. I feel like we've talked about this previously with bands like Farside, mm-hmm. where we were like, who, who does that now? You know, like mm. who is like of hardcore, but not hardcore. Yeah. You know, and kind of like doing the weird fringe stuff with it. Um, and I think Angel Dust is one of those bands. I think that's a good example because it's like, I think we're thinking about it like almost they have to sound like Farside, or at least I do. But it's like, well, it's just that spirit. It's like they were from it, but they're not necessarily doing it, but it still feels like but if hardcore you go, kids love it. Yeah, they love it. And also when you go see them, they probably put on like a more abrasive kind of show. And we'll probably mention that a little bit more as we go through our list. Will um, we? Maybe. Um, okay. So then on to... My next pick, uh, this is Wild Pink. Ooh, I had that one too. And I will be honest, for as much as I listened to it at the beginning of the year, because I didn't write anything down and because life happens to you, I feel like I literally forgot this record came out this year. <laughs> but I listened to it a lot. The record's so good. Out. Yeah, I was like listening to it nonstop. Like, felt like every day for a little bit. A Billion Little Lights is the album. Yeah, Wild Pink is one of those bands that I feel like every album they put out just like it's like a little pin like straight into my mm-hmm. heart. Yeah. In like a good way and a bad way, I guess. Like it, it hurts me. Stop hurting me. Mm, I I just But like, also I love it. I like how like kind of like simple and effortless everything feels, but it's like I know it's like I could never I feel like it'd be so hard for me to write a song like this as effortless as it feels i know yeah like, i love tough. like the space they yeah. they utilize space a lot and that's something that like i definitely appreciate in a big way um but that like just like kind of like hanging there feeling mm-hmm. of it is what's like Ugh, you're killing me yeah and i like that they've been able to kind of like flirt with doing things kind of in like an alt country kind of vein but not like completely... you think they're a flirty band yeah they're flirting with me about it <laughs> um but they're not kind of like fully embracing it um it's it's like when a band just it feels like they put on the cowboy hat they kind of sometimes like lose me but i feel like they're able to kind of transcend genres is really the easy way to put yeah. it it feels like and I know they've been likened to this a lot. Like, it feels like a reinterpretation of, like, what people assume, like, Heartland Rock is, but oh, from a yeah. new generation, you know? That's kind of beautiful. Yeah. The American music. Wow. Yeah. American music. You heard it first. Now you. Oh, I thought that was mine, but no, it was yours. Oh, okay. so do you have more it to was, say about it? It was then? ours. It was ours. It was ours. Isn't that sweet? That is so sweet. They pulled us together. <laughs> Wild Pink will bring us together. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go for another one that I think you might have on your list. Um, Turnstile. Um, I didn't. I feel Are you like... kidding me? Okay. 
Um, I don't know what happened with this record. Like, I feel like the only time I sat and listened to the whole thing was when we were driving in Finland. Yeah, I played it a lot. Yeah, and... Because I had it downloaded on my phone. Yeah, because we didn't have any service. Um, so we would just listen to that. And I've I've loved Turnstile for, I don't know, however, they've been a band for a long time. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, maybe like 2011. I thought you were like, about to say 20 years. And I was like, absolutely not. <laughs> no. Um, and it was, it doesn't really matter. But somebody was telling me about a project that had like Turnstile's drummer, uh, Daniel Fang in it. And I can't remember who the band was, but it was just like, it made me remember like, holy shit, these people have been like in Baltimore, kind of DC area. Yeah, they're prolific. Like, you know, um, I think like even like Daniel, the drummer in the band might've played in Praise, who has a new record coming out next year. Um, And, you know, that kind of style that's, you know, like Fiddlehead kind of is doing it, but Turnstile is doing it in like such a unique way. But I, I think... Yeah, I can't really speak to this record that much. That is bonky. It is crazy. My dude. Yeah. I can't believe that. This yeah. record was like huge for me. Yeah, I, I th- okay. So, well, anyone that knows me probably knows that I'm kind of like this. I feel like when I hear about a record too much, I almost reject listening to it, Ugh. even if I don't like dislike it. It's just this, this ingrained caveman edgelord in me that I can't turn off, but continue i that's so ridiculous (laughs) yeah that is such like a bad reason to not listen to a great record yes and i regret it having heard it because i think everyone that has said it's a great record i agree with them now like yeah um, well i would implore you to give it a whirl next summer mm -hmm. it's a great summer record yeah Uh, um so okay so comparing this with like their last record if you kind of like can remember it, what do you think is like changed? Just kind of more, more growth or how are you feeling about it compared to other turnstile records? I would say it's like more, it, it bops more, Mm. you know? Yeah. I was, I wasn't sure, but also I have, I haven't listened to it all that much, but I, I keep feeling like I'm like, I think I like their previous record more, but this is, that's true. You hate fun, and this record is a lot of fun. So I feel like I remember their last record being more fun. I don't think it's more fun. I think it's fun. I mean, I like their. Mm. Don't get me wrong. I like their last record, but this record like makes me want to party. Yeah, I mean, it's a great record, but yeah, I just haven't honestly spent enough time with it. Tisk tisk. Is it my turn now? Yeah, we can talk about something you like, Josh. It's fine. Okay. Um, so, Regional, Just- Regional Justice Center, Crime and Punishment. Um, so, I mean, great album. Um, I don't... I, I like everything Ian has done. <laughs> really, I Yeah, I was just about to say, that. is this where we open the doors to the Ian fan club? I guess yeah, this is where I could have even mentioned the other stuff, because when I started my... When I actually put it into a list, I put a bunch of EPs on it, so... In sake of like albums only, um, I had to strike a few things that were EPs that I listened to probably more than a lot of these albums. I feel like I listened to a lot of EPs. We can year. talk about the EPs too. It's not like we're not allowed okay, to speak then, of EPs. Then I'll, I'll hold off then. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, with kind of being like a power violence band, um, it's like you know what to expect. I mean, it didn't like, <laughs> there's, 
if you're doing power violence, there's not much to do with the formula. But it's just so like solid and kind of exactly if it's a formula I want from power violence. Like, you know, abrasive yet catchy in a weird way. Like, I feel like it's catchy. I mean, that's, it is catchy. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah it's I'd weird, agree with that. Know? This was one that was, um, it was on the list in my phone, mm-hmm. but it didn't make my top 10 for the year. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I guess I'm not allowed in the Ian fan club anymore. <laughs> well, I think, and we'll get, we'll talk about military gun more later. Um, kind of when the military gun st- stuff started coming out, it almost like I wasn't listening to regional justice. You were like, as, bye bye RJC. Yeah. Bye. But, um, definitely, definitely love RJC. Um, and I've, I've heard people be like, oh, I think I like military gun more, but um i think that's a little fucked up we could put some respect on rjc <laughs> and i think they're doing fine but yeah as we saw last night they're doing fine yeah but great out yeah they were they were great live i will say that super fun live yeah uh, so your turn me again you again oh i forgot to be checking off things i almost said something i already said okay um so indigo de souza mm-hmm. put out an album called any shape you take yeah. Indigo D'Souza is an Asheville artist yeah. that I, okay, well, I didn't know if you knew or not. I did not know until um, Thomas, who plays drums in maybe on Faye, was like obsessed with Indigo D'Souza. And so I was like, the fuck? And so I started listening and she's incredible. Yeah. I think my memory of Indigo D'Souza, uh, well, definitely blew up like blew the fuck up this yeah. year um but i and i could be getting this memory wrong uh but no one's gonna check me so it's right um <laughs> i believe when we were on tour with all right matt evans at books at auditorium kind of mentioned like oh indigo might play our show and like oh and i was like who is that and they're like oh uh they'll bring out a lot of kids i it, it didn't end up happening but i was like oh cool whatever you think is best but that's like what a memory that popped in my head. Like when I started seeing. Thanks for nothing, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we we just like constantly like slightly touch these people that like blow up, and you know, in this case we didn't. But it's just, that's where I remember it. I'm like, oh shit, that was that person. Just kind of you know like blew up. So I did yeah. not another record I did not listen to, but I heard a lot of people You should talk listen about to it. it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, that's like a more recent one that I've gotten into and it's been um it's definitely been on the 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 work rotation for me. Mm. That's good. What what do you feel like uh, you don't have to go into genres, but like what's the vibe of it? Um, you know, there is like a there's like a broad vibe on that record. There's some songs that are like way more poppy mm-hmm. and synthy. Um, but then there's other songs that are more like singer songwritery. Okay. Yeah, so there's kind of a little bit of of something for anyone. It kind of takes you on a little journey. I appreciate that. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. I'll check it out. So, uh, okay, I need to keep going then. Yeah, well, it would be your turn. Your turn. Um, okay, so earlier on this year, and this is another record that when I kind of like checked my list that I was keeping earlier this year, I was like, I listened to this a bunch and then just kind of like life went on. <laughs> uh, but I remember, I, I, I feel like it's like, so okay, so the band is Sweet Soul and they put out a record called So Far No Further. And... 
it's also like hardcore dudes but doing like kind of pop punk i guess is like but like uh in like a way that feels more akin to i mean seaweeds in there but also there's like blink 182 vibes and stuff but it's like a so it kind of they're coming to pop punk in like a unique way it's i mean it's like got some abrasiveness but not too much like they're like trying to put on like oh we play in hardcore bands but it's like something they can't undo sure yeah um so any kind of i guess melodic hardcore poppy kind of stuff it kind of fits it so if you like like seaweed i think it's good but it's not like they're trying to be a seaweed ripoff but it's a record that as much as i listened to it early this year i feel like fell off for me but that's what's like a hard thing with without being able to like when did touring do you think started this year like june yeah maybe yeah yeah and this record came out january 22 you know of this year and i think that's a hard thing like if you put out a record early in the year and you're not able to tour a bunch on it you're like Kind of well, you're screwed in terms of like list. I got bad news for you, Josh. If you put out a record any time in the year, (laughs) you're screwed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you (laughs) you could also say like, oh, if you put out a record too late in a year, there's all these little things. But you're only actually allowed to release records in um, May through August. And I think that's uh, what ends up being hard about that is like I feel like so many release dates are like June 29th, like uh, specifically June 29th. Yeah. Okay. So when. The last Late Bloomer record that came out was June 29th, and that was the same date as a Drake record and the same date as, like, a self-defense family record. And, like, five other... It might have been, like, Vane and so many other records, and it was, like... It was just, like, a peak beginning of the summer kind of thing at that time. Yeah, I mean, I think the issue is just that there's a lot of bands, and there's only so many Fridays. There's a lot of music. Um, Music is everywhere. We should all pick, like, a certain day of the week. Like, you know, and not have just one day be the release day, you know? I think logistically, (laughs) that could get complicated. That could get complicated. Okay, never mind. But I would... So, okay, but that release was on New Morality Zine. Uh, They put out stuff like Fake Eyes and then other, uh, you know, hardcore and some poppy stuff too. So I would recommend checking that out. I'll consider it. Yeah, consider it. Actually, I will consider it. I have never heard of that band in my entire little life so on to you on to me um okay so kississippi put out a record called mood ring Mm -hmm. ironically not on june 29th (laughs) or july 29th whatever um and that record is great it is another album that i did not listen to but one that I feel like... <laughs> You've definitely heard it. Well, that's what I'm saying. There's so many of these that are on your list. It's like I didn't get in my car thinking I needed to listen to it because I heard you listen to it enough. Yeah. And that's not like enough. Yeah, that's like, definitely one enough. that I like would play while making dinner or something like that. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So um, after their last record, Sunset Blush... Um, I think that everyone was really excited to see what they were going to come out with next. But this album is like a lot more produced, more polished, more pop. Um, there's definitely, for me, like half the album I like love, and the other half of the album is like good too. Yeah. But like 
if you look at my, you know, most played songs for the year, there's definitely like four Kississippi songs okay. that are like rolling in that rotation hard. Is there, is there like a different vibe on those other songs? Like, does the record have like a defined kind of split? Uh, I wouldn't say so. I think that just like, there's definitely some more like big pop songs and there's like some that have like more of like the big like soaring choruses or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it you're making me describe music again i'm gonna <laughs> no, say a doing, bunch of stupid shit thank you um but yeah the, there's definitely like a vibe of the songs that i'm like super attracted to on that and like a vibe of the other songs that are like not as super attracted to me uh-huh. um which isn't to say that i don't like them because i do but they're not in the rotation you know what yeah. i mean yeah how do you feel like it compares? To, oh, I know what my memory of that last record. I know there was like some kind of label issues and kind of it's like right around the time they started announcing things. I think it was side one dummy, I believe, uh, kind of folded. And so right. the rollout, I would assume, I mean, it was kind of like, oh, I got to, you know, kind of get this together myself. So it was a lot of like, so I felt like. It was good seeing, I guess what you would assume is like a normal quote unquote rollout. Uh, I felt like it was earned after like the last <laughs> one. But I think that last record, a lot of that situation, I think like garnered uh, Zoe a lot of attention, I would guess, you know, or at least I saw it a lot. Maybe a lot of attention, but probably also a lot of like growth. Yeah. And you know? probably stress. And stress. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like whether or not you wanted it. Yeah. It did like you well it's life josh you learn things yeah um Um, yeah i don't know it's just it's been interesting to see but yeah it seems like it seems like zoe had more of like a team involved with this record in like the like creation and production and also um rolling out of it so yeah yeah had to be nice go off (laughs) it had Uh, to be nice okay so then it's my turn again yeah what you got are we back to the body again no, oh, I can. I, I kind of forgot. So, okay, so we'll go back to The Body. And so, like I mentioned, The Body put out two records this year. And the other record was called Leaving None But Small Birds. It was actually a collaboration with this band, Big Brave. thought you were going to say Big Bird. <laughs> and uh, that came out in October 1st, 2021. And I listened to it. We listened to it a few times on the way to Fest, and I've listened to it since. Um, so it's really what's interesting about it is it's actually not like original songs. They're like folk songs, I guess is the way to say it. Um, and they've just been kind of like they took the songs and kind of restructured them in a way. Um, just kind of like rewrote them so they feel more like each band. Like, this album overall feels more like a big brave record, but that's also interesting that the body can kind of like put out such a like heavy rhythmic kind of drum and bass record, but also this one's like more folky um, and kind of like play, they like serve the songs better. Um, so it's like, what can't they do? <laughs> so i mean it's it's yeah definitely more of a vehicle it feels like for big brave i'd like to know like the ins and outs of like what people did like if there was like a behind the music of like how this record came together um diy behind the music yeah. is a youtube channel idea for anyone who wants it yeah. i'm not going to do it i love the idea of like 
collaboration. Like, it's really tough. Like, when you're in a band, it feels like these are the people that you work with. And then, so to be able to, like, do collaboration albums is, like, would be Is that, amazing. like, a very crafty way for you to say you're sick of your bandmates, Josh? No, no. No, they're probably sick of me. Um, but it's just interesting to think that it's, like, even though you're a band, it's, like, you exist as that band, but then you're, like, kind of either bringing people in or, like, going and working with other people but you still kind of like your unit's your unit but it's i i love that stuff that you know like, like thou and the body do and just kind of like bringing people in to work on your record when you normally wouldn't think that they would like you said with like i said with dinosaur junior you know what i feel like you have to have when you do something like that is like very chill energy mm. um and i do not have that so i don't think i could do that well, I don't either, so I don't know if I could. I feel like um, the best, the only way I could think of doing it, mainly so people couldn't figure out that I'm not, I don't have any talent, is that I would have okay, to that's bring. Not true. First, I of feel all. like I would have to bring songs to the table. Like it's like if I've always had this feeling that if you can kind of like bring your own songs to a band, then they can't be like, oh, you don't know how to play. It's harder for me to get in a situation where I'm having to like play off of other people's songs than kind of give someone their song and then you're like, you make it better. Uh, yeah, I guess in this scenario, I was thinking of myself as one of the people who was like coming in on it, hmm. not like the person writing it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and that's why I don't know if they're kind of more helping with the process of their. I mean, I know I said it was like folk songs, but it's like who kind of learned them and taught them, like who took the reins on the project or you know that may not be how it was it could be more of a group effort but usually in a group from like college or high school there's always one or two people that kind of lead it and then other people that are there there was some point while you were talking that i zoned out for like two seconds and now i have (laughs) no idea what's going on i was talking about group projects um so then on to you if you're if you're listening in this moment on to me i'm listening i'm here um okay great uh, so, Julian Baker's record, Little Oblivions, came out in 2021. No, it didn't. I swear it did. I looked it up on I Spotify. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, okay, so what's funny about it is when I was putting this list together, I, we owned the record and I kind of looked at it and I said, well, that didn't come out this <laughs> year and then just kind of moved past it. You are correct. It came out February 26, 2021. Um, <laughs> okay, because I had the same moment with it where I was like, well, that was last year. Mm-hmm. And then I can't remember why I was just like, I probably was just going to listen to it. And I was like, oh, it did come out this year. That's wild. That's insane. Isn't yeah. that, isn't that, isn't, there was isn't no that. question in my mind that this was a 2020 record. Yeah, it's very wild. So I remember when this record came out, I was like, no. Yeah. No, Julian Baker. I will not listen to your record right now. And what I'll tell you is I didn't really get around to listening to it once again, other than hearing you play songs. They're just coming on on playlists and stuff. I agreed with you at that point in time that I was not ready for a Julian yeah, Baker Yeah, I record. was like in no way in the right like mental headspace to listen to a julian baker record in february yeah because that was still a point i mean 
like people were getting vaccinated and stuff like that and all this seems like silly now since we have uh omicron cron omicron yeah um omicron yeah but um it was sort of like i feel like we didn't get the sense of like this is there's any sort of like help on the way kind of well i mean we were in february we were still in that like big winter spike Mm -hmm. you know things were things were bad um and there were a lot of other contributing factors at the time for me being in like a really bad headspace so that was just that was a nay for me um but i think i finally listened to it in like august oh wow yeah i was like all right i'm ready um yeah and i will say it was not as devastating okay as i thought it was going to be so that's great yeah i've seen stuff of like julian baker playing more with like kind of bandmates and whatnot right like so the record has that vibe yeah it does that's what i thought because i know but i I couldn't really place like what record you know some of the songs that come on on playlists while you're cooking (laughs) then but i'm glad that you mentioned have that on your list because we forgot that it came out this year. Yeah, so. that's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's really insane. Um, so is that on to me? On to you. Okay, so um, Taking Meds put out a record this year. Who? Taking Meds. <laughs> I'm just um, messing with you, Josh. And it is called Terrible News from Wonderful Men. Um, so it definitely, like hits uh that came out november 19th 2021 so it's a really new record but since uh skylar was a guest on the pod it's another record that i got early on um so i had listened to it almost like i've listened to it a bunch and then when it came out i feel like i've you're like i've had enough um but you know just like doing more of the kind of like i don't know like post-hardcore in a sense of like pulling from like Jawbox or like early 90s kind of stuff um you know that kind of post-hardcore melodic thing like complicated music but you know you know the drill uh you know the thing i know the thing yeah, yeah. um just just great like Taking solid meds, band. a band i like i have not listened to that record yet mm, it's uh like i've loved seeing that they've gotten tours with like microwave and stuff like that i i've felt for a long time that i mean not a crazy long time i mean but that they've kind of deserved to be on like these tour packages and stuff like being the opening support a lot of i feel like what they were doing before was you know just like strolling through town they were like their own kind of headlining package so to kind of see them getting some respect off of it is really great to see congratulations it's a great album i will say that you just talking about that microwave tour reminded me that i forgot to put the weekend friends record on my list i yeah yeah. (laughs) um because and that record came out not that long ago so i don't really have an excuse um but they were also on that tour Mm -hmm. um which i can't believe i didn't go to but it didn't it didn't come in charlotte oh okay that makes Um, sense i don't think i don't think it came through i don't believe it did um but anyways uh weekend friends put out their new record quitter mm-hmm. great record actually kind of same situation like a band that i'm like this band deserves more <laughs> like, yeah, whatever great, that means great like, band hard-working band talented band yeah good people you love to see it so yeah sick that they were both on that tour yeah. kind of same 
story. You know, not the same kind of music per se, but like still like kind of hitting a vibe of like, I don't want to say like 90s too much. Like it's like <laughs> they're putting on a thing, but it's like a feeling that I'm like, I wish more people sounded this way from both bands for different reasons. Yeah. So you know. On to you. On to me. Um, okay, so this is my last one, I guess, since we're not counting the Weekend Friends record that I just launched out there. Um, and there are other records that could have had this spot, so I kind of feel like an asshole for doing this. Mm-hmm. But Taylor Swift's re-recorded version of Red, because mm-hmm. I fucking love that album, yeah. and I love those songs... I mean, it sounds good. And you good. know what? I don't feel bad about it. You shouldn't. And I like the bonus tracks with it. Well, I like that you've given a lot of really great bands, or like a lot of smaller bands kind of thing. So yes, you can give this Thank last you. little spot Thank to you. little Taylor Swift. Little Taylor Swift. But yeah. Um, I, I feel like my a lot of my issue is when people do like big year-end list and it's like all of it's like Taylor Swift, Drake, or whatever. And then yeah. I'm just like, and there are people that you know exist within. It's like I get that we're all listening to that, but usually I'm like, they don't need more promotion, you know. But like this is actually a really unique project in the story behind it. So, and uh, that like ten minute version of that song, yeah, I think it's amazing. Like it's great. She's a great artist. She's like, an incredible down. artist. Yeah. yeah, like I mean, whatever people can like shit on pop stars all they want but like taylor swift is a hard-working artist yeah and she's good at it and if you don't like it that's fine but you can't deny that she's good at what she does yeah i mean and good for her for taking back her fucking songs fuck the haters yeah that, Go that whole thing queen. like if she has to like well she might be already well on her way if she has to like re-record all of her records so that you know, that motherfucker doesn't get, like, royalties and shit, um, go off, you know. Go so. off. Go <laughs> off, sister. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. yeah, anyways, you love to see it. Phoebe Bridgers, featured on the track. Love to see that arc for her. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. Okay, there was a funny point, and none of this really matters. I, no one needs to pit Julian Baker against Phoebe Bridgers, but there was, like, a point where I, I thought, I just... I remember like a specific kind of when Boy Genius stuff came out. Like I felt like I was like, oh, Julian Baker's like kind of top build. Yeah, I think it, I, mean, I think was, at the time that was true. You know? um, but to like see that that kind of uh, Fever Bridgers kind of blowing up because I was kind of like, oh, I think Julian Baker's always going to be like slightly the bigger artist, and it's like Julian Baker's doing fine. You know, I think filling like filling great rooms, but to see like that explosion you know, like snl yeah for well is, i mean i think you'll wild. say the difference is like phoebe bridgers wants to exist in the spotlight mm-hmm. like loves the spotlight loves the attention loves all of that and julian baker is not that kind of person yeah which is like fine yeah. and good mm-hmm. and but i think that like craving the spotlight and constantly putting yourself in it affords you different opportunities Mm-hmm. than like keeping your head down and focusing on your art more yeah um and that doesn't make anybody better than anybody else but it definitely you know gets you out there more and if you get out there more you get more yeah. the more you're out the more you get yeah um <clears> hmm <throat> well that's the end of your list right it could be it could be okay 
So I will go with my last one. And, well, one thing I'll mention, I guess we'll go to, should we do honorable mentions after this? That's probably going to be a longer conversation. But, um, okay, so let me, I'll just give my last one then. Um, so the Pony Record, TV Baby, I feel, okay, so when you get, like, your friend's record. Uh-huh. And you feel like you listen to it, and that's going to sound so rude to any of my friends that put out records this year. And I know they've done this to my bands because they never, sure, of course. they never have any big comments. They're like just kind of a great job pat on the head. Thing. Uh-huh. But I felt myself listening to it more than I would assume like a friend's band. Like, I mean, it's like, and so, I mean, it's like a great, like kind of pop-ish kind of power pop kind of uh, indie rock record that has like great sounding guitars and stuff like that, that I found myself listening to more <laughs> but that yeah. sounds like that sounds so uh, i will say that pony record songs from that would come up on my daily mixes a lot and i like it yeah it's just i mean it's like easy to listen to it's you know great uh the the guitars sound great on it um you know we love guitars apparently we, we love guitars <laughs> love a guitar love a so good definitely guitar. have to like put that in there because i felt like i kept coming yeah back i mean that. You are allowed to just, like, really love your friend's bands. I know. I know. So it's like I don't want it to sound, like, condescending to my friend's things, but we've, we've all had those friends, you know, that were, like, you know, there's no way for that to sound condes- not sound condescending. Um, but it's, it's, a, it's kind of a great, it, I mean, it's a great record. So that's the end of our list. That's kind of the end of the list. So I will say, I had three other records that were kind of vying for that last spot that I very rudely gave to Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Um, and those would be Rat Boys, Courtney Barnett, and Remember Sports. Oh, wait. Rat Boys, they did the kind of collection. Happy birthday, Rat okay, Boy. So it's like a re-recording of the first stuff, like first record, mm-hmm. I believe. I think it's it's like there's some something about it, like some history behind it um so says you yeah but um yes that's a great record i was for a second i was like so with those kind of things i'm like i don't know if i count them as full links but i guess they are so whatever Uh, especially in like a digital age it's like when it's 10 songs it's like why can't it just be a full length um but yeah that's another one i kind of forgot about there's so many it's like that are on your list that i'm also just remembering i just forgot completely about these albums yeah um, brain yeah don't, brain don't work so good <laughs> no um i've also i have so many that like i said i forgot about or just like they could be my very long list of honorable mentions like records that i had a great time listening to this year like i completely forgot the teenage fan club put out a new record and i only just remembered it when i was talking about hurry <laughs> uh because we talked about teenage fan club on the pod um so another one i would mention all right. You want to talk about EPs? Yes. Uh, but, yeah, we'll talk about EPs, and then we'll... Uh, I wanted to mention some friends that put out... Yeah, we can talk about friend bands. Do you we'll want get... to do that first? No, let's talk about EPs Okay, first. EPs. EPs. All right. Um, so, Thou and Emma Ruth Rundle put out The Helm of Sorrow, uh, which was... Kind of like the body, um, not stylistically, but just that, you know, a collaboration. And also was an extension of the full length from last year. 
it's uh, interesting to like see them kind of like how much a band could change because like when you're listening to the songs themselves without the vocals, it's very much thou. But like how much like a singer changes that interpretation of it, like changes it from kind of probably brought thou to like people that aren't like metal fans, you know. And even myself, like I feel like I got a new appreciation of thou. So that was a great. EP. You'll have to hear it. Yeah. So, oh, are we doing the back and forth on EPs? Or do you just want me to go through my list? I, of no, EPs? it's fine. We can do that. Um, Future Teens put out an EP called "Deliberately Alive" that mm. I think I like wore out. Yeah, I feel um, it's just straight up another one I forgot that came out this year. I don't I, know how you forgot. No, uh, sorry. <laughs> I feel like it's like I yeah I'm like apologizing because I just forgot. Yeah, that I I, you apologize because I'm gonna text all of these bands and tell them. Mm, ugh, I feel so bad. Um, okay, so then uh, so Daisy put out so um, Daisy put out a so Daisy is the project of James Goodson, someone that I've known for a really long time. Uh, James played in Hold Tight and Teen Death. And it's like a great project of kind of Jesus and the Mary Chain uh, mixed with, you know, kind of drum machine stuff, which I guess goes back to Jesus and the Mary Chain. Kind of like a, what do you call that? Like, it's almost like, I, I've said power pop like a thousand times. It's like put through like a more distorted filter and then kind of electronic elements, but loosely uh, post-punk, I guess, would be the term that someone would use. Um, so great collection of like 24 songs so that compiles like all of the EPs James has done and a bunch of new songs. Wow. So, um, is that a, does that count as a full length then? I, I, I don't know. I don't no, think so. We'll call it an EP. If it's like, dist- <laughs> yeah, if it's distinctly like a collection of EPs, yeah. then like that's just EPs. Mm. So you next. Okay, cool. Um, Warriors put out an EP called The Old Friends EP. Hmm. Yeah. And I liked it. That's all. Yeah. Um, okay. So another EP, Colossus. Um, so that was on Triple B Records. That is Tom from Indecision, Most Precious Blood, um, and Axe Grind podcast. And uh, also, I think the, the other members of the band are like Mind Force, uh, Age of Apocalypse, like bunch of like new york hardcore bands like current hardcore bands um great like three song ep um it's really good to see here tom on vocals again uh recently talked to tom and it's been 2001 was the last time tom recorded vocals so to hear like him sounding so strong on a release is is great you love to see yeah Cool. Okay. I'm going to snag one from your list because I just saw it and I realized that I didn't write it down and that is wild. Um, but Mannequin Pussy, perfect. Yeah. Um, perfect. One, one thing that's interesting about it is I remember, uh, so f- for talking to Marissa for the pod uh, and Missy for the pod, uh, I remember like calling an EP and them calling it and being like, it's you know, it's a, it's a mini LP. Right. That kind of distinction. Like, it's like, because I feel like EPs kind of get this thing where it's like, it's like, oh, good job, little buddy kind of thing. You totally. Know? Totally. Where it's like, but this is the collection of work. And that's where EPs, I think, are really sick. 
and EPs, I feel like have flourished during this time frame because it kind of allows people to kind of put something out without completely worrying, like, I don't know, the whole album. I love an EP. Are you like, I hate how overlooked EPs are because there have been over the, over the years, there have been like so many EPs that are just like better, better than LPs. Like there, you could put out a four song EP and I could like spin that way more than somebody else's 10 song LP. True. Because when those are like four like good fucking songs you don't have to worry about, like, the filler. You're like, oh, our album's not long enough. Like, But you're, like, truly editing it down and, like, just, like, honing those songs. Mm-hmm. Just, like, chef's kiss. Yeah, and as we kind of... It's just realistically, all of us, no matter what people try and act like they're just listening to records all the time, like, for the most part, we're listening to music digitally all the time. Yeah. And so EPs are amazing for that. Like, uh, you know, I think people used to be, like, oh, well, you know, I get an EP, I put it on my turntable or in my CD book, and it's over really quick. So, you know, you feel like you've spent money and away on it. But unfortunately, it's... Unfortunately, it feels like people act like they should never buy music. But on the positive side, I think it allows EPs to kind of feel more relevant in a a society that kind of throws shit out, you know, quicker. So, yes, uh, on my list. That was on my list. Um, so then it's my turn then. It's your turn. Okay. So we're back to Ian. Um, so I almost wanted to put this as a full length because I feel like if you put out a, uh, so military gun released, all roads lead to the gun one and two. And I feel like if you do that in one year, then I can count it as a full length. I feel like a lot of people did. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it's a really unique way for a new artist to put out, you know, kind of like not have to. Once again, it's a it's a credit to EPs, like not have to be like, oh shit, I'm gonna put out an LP, and that's really kind of scary since like military. LPs are very played. daunting. Yeah, like too daunting in a way. Like I think it's like really and what's kind of fucked up is I feel like you'll put out you can put out like three EPs or whatever, and then people will be like, when's the next full length? And it's like, just listen to EPs, motherfucker. Like, like, but Military Gun has put out three good EPs, the 7-inch from last year and then the two EPs this year. Um, big fan of it. Uh, you know, keep listening to Regional Justice Center. But Military <laughs> Gun, uh, they just got added to a Touche Amore tour. You love to see it. And so... Uh, we all know who they're replacing. Yeah, uh, I think Ian might actually be fighting his way to the top. Like, li- literally. <laughs> literally. He's literally busting his ass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was definitely on my list, too. Um, as you may have been able to tell from my list of albums this year, I didn't really listen to a lot of like heavy music. That was like not what I needed this year. But um, this band, I feel like, really like flipped that switch back for me. Mm-hmm. Um, which was, it was nice, you know, it's nice to like hear a band that like m- makes you f- feel something again. That sounds so dramatic, but like it did. It was like, oh my God, I love this. Like, I forgot that I like love this. Yeah. Uh, wait, did I just go? I just went with military gun. Your turn. Oh, my turn. That was all of my EPs, but I did have a single, a single? A single. Oh, wow. What um, is that? So Sharon Van Etten and Angel Olsen 
did That's a single. That's a pretty new one, right? Um, no, it's I'm from wrong. this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's called Like I Used To. Okay. And I love that song. Yeah. I love them. Sharon Van love Etten's them. really talented. Sharon Van Etten, Angel Olsen, if you're listening, yeah. I love you. Um, but yeah, that song, so good. Mm. So um, good. Well, I feel like I have a lot, so much left written on my paper. Oh my so God. I feel like I'm just going to like blast through them. Yeah, blast um, it, baby. Um, okay. So I think I mentioned all of the EPs. Uh, but yeah, I'm going to kind of like mention some really great records on their own that a lot of our friends have done. A lot like, of our friends put and out these some are great ones, records this year. I know I said some condescending things to friends' <laughs> records. So, so uh, these are these are amazing albums that I think you should listen to, even if they weren't my friends. And I would have. They might uh, not be your friends after this. So. They might not be. So I already mentioned Daisy. Um, so Totally Slow put out a really great record called Casual Drag earlier this year. Um, Gold Dust. And I'm just going to kind of stay. We've, we've been talking a long time. So... We'll keep it moving, unless you have something you want to add to the conversation. Please, but, uh, carry on. Gold Dust, which is Stephen from Kindling and uh, Ampere, put out like a folk rock record this year that like harkens back to like 70s singer-songwriter kind of stuff. So really unique shift uh, for him, and I said I was going to go through this quicker, but I'm doing a bad job of that. But really check that one out. Um and also the Jail Socks record was a phenomenal leap for them. And uh Yeah, that record box. It actually is it's it should have been like on it should have been on our main list, but we'll count it's in the episode, so you know, please don't ding us for that. It's a really great record. I love what they're doing with like switching back and forth between vocalists. We uh, love we yeah. love Jake songs. Yeah. We love Aiden songs too. Yeah, we but love it's, Jake songs. It's, like, it's nice to have some Jake songs. Yeah, I mean, just very complimentary to. It's just such a good growth. Like, to it's a I really want that band like the best things to happen for them, like the biggest tours. Um, so please make that happen, twenty twenty two. Please, and, you too, take them on tour. Yeah, you too. <laughs> I mean, um, and Coleman has been killing it on the non Jail Socks front, but Jail Socks as a band like keep killing it as well. Um, so moving on, Dollar Signs put out an amazing record. Oh yeah, I, I, um, I forgot that came out this year. I was that's thinking thing. that was yeah. last year. That is so yeah, bonky. I think that's another thing where I think that they kind of started a lot of the process maybe last year. It's just yeah. years are long. This came out like pretty early on in the year, if I'm saying that correctly. I could just be lying right there, but I believe it was pretty early on. Uh, Hearts of Gold, Dollar Signs, great record. Um, our friend Evan Step and the Piners put out an amazing mm, EP. I've true. been waiting a long time for this. I used to play music with him. Um, and what's, what's awesome is like I feel like he's kind of doing what Pullman Strike did, but better. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, Evan is like... He's great. Uh, such an amazing artist. Everything he does is so beautiful. Yeah, and it features uh, members of Slow Fire Pistol. Um, and so that's like a unique thing if you know people it's like the two bands don't sound anything alike so just to kind of like see evan still playing music evan deserves like so much um and not really last and definitely not least gnawing put out an amazing record the long-awaited nine debut record 
Yeah. And I think if, uh, you know, John, if you're listening to this and you're like, you waited this long to talk about the knowing record, uh, we're saving the best for last. <laughs> so I know it's been like a long process in terms of like getting the vinyl. If you're putting out vinyl now, my, just forget about my it. <laughs> prayers, my prayers are with you. Um, but really amazing record. Um, I can't wait to see what they do next or just see them play shows with their vinyl finally in. Um, um, I know you said saved the best for last, but I do have a couple more to add to that list. Uh oh, but yeah, yeah. Um, but John, we had to give you the shout out, and it's an amazing. We love record. you, John. Yeah. Um, our friend Terrence, his project Alan Charmer, um, very sick. Definitely dropped a few singles on that this year, and also um, Phil's project Invader Houses. Oh yes. Yeah. Also dropped Duh. a couple fantastic singles. Yeah. And Modern Moxie just put And out Modern Moxie also dropped. There's so many a good couple releases. fantastic this singles. This was so like fucked up. Like so many of our God, how dare our friends be so talented. Yeah, that's where it's like uh, I mean, it's just it's hard to like keep track of all this stuff, obviously. I think next year my resolution is I'm gonna write down every new release that I write okay, that I Josh. listen to and keep it up through the whole year. Um, other ones that just kind of real quick, so I'm not forgetting them. Spiritual Cramp put out a couple new songs. Spice put out, uh, like an EP. For Your Health LP. Quicksand put out a new record that, honestly, I just didn't get to spend a lot of time with. Um, and there's, like, so many more on my list. Like, Third Face, Ingrown, Pink Stones. Uh, I could go on forever. (laughs) On and on and on. But I guess we're kind of... Are we wrapping things up? We're wrapping things up. Wow. So, well, I guess I'll take it. I didn't offer it. Take it away, Josh. All right. Uh, One of an interesting release that I got to listen to within the last few weeks, and it counts as 2021, is when we were in Finland, the that guy at the record store was like, "You should buy this tape." Mm-hmm. And it was like, he kind of explained it as like, it's like a D-beat band and it's like a hip-hop remix. I listened to that a bunch in my car on the way to work uh, for like, I don't know, the past couple weeks. Like, you know, um, I don't even know how to pronounce this band. I want to hear you try. Uh, Ruckoas. And the release is Lakat Ja Ruvatu. And that's the remix album. Uh, they last year released an album called, this is going to be harder to, uh, Cocky, Cocky, <laughs> Sash, whatever. It's a Say Finnish it. band. Cocky, uh, Sash, Stunet. Um, yeah, or Tu Hotan. I'm proud of you for trying. Okay, so uh, the remix, though, is really interesting. Like, it's very abrasive, but very rhythmic, I guess, kind of going back to what I was talking about with the body. Um, Just something you can kind of vibe on. And off to you. Off to me? Yes. What am I supposed to say? I don't know. Like, what do you want to say in closing it out? Um, I want to say... I didn't prepare a speech. No. I didn't speech, know. Speech, speech, oh, no. Speech, speech, this is my speech. worst nightmare. Um, thanks for having me on. Thanks for letting me be on the main eps. Wow. And not just delegating me to Patreons. Yeah, you had a few uh, guest appearances this year on the main feed. That's true. 
Yeah. So, and I want to say thank you for helping me edit the pod. Thank you for doing year. the pod. Uh, it's been really fun. Um, I think that a podcast probably is cutting into a lot of my free time. That's crazy to say, and also it's probably cutting into me writing new songs. But I'll be honest, I think I needed it. I've really enjoyed doing the podcast, um, and I super appreciate that you've been so supportive of me doing the podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. And I could honestly, I just couldn't have done it without you. The main conceit of the podcast is actually your idea. It is my idea. And because I had just a really stupid like lofty plan of what the podcast was going to be and you were like why are you making it so complicated so i honestly couldn't have done it without you this year and last year it's an honor to be nominated but um so since we are both we both run a label called self-aware records and i don't want to um so we put out a couple releases this year so that's the gold woman lp please check that out it's really awesome and gold woman was also on the pod and local champion uh we did a re-release of their full length and uh, they're a they're from mexico um, great band great band great pop punk stuff and i don't want to butcher the pronunciation of their full length but why say not it, todo lo que siempre que se deserte um i might be fairly close yeah that wasn't bad but um great great full length like fast pop punk um, and also Gold Woman put out like a, another single and also if you're listening to this we'll have two new songs out on December 17th um, and also there will be a Faye record uh, who in now? 2022 so that is your are band are you legally Sarah. allowed to say that? Um, yes I am oh I can make God. my own rule so uh, you know I it's long overdue but I, I kind of almost like hate having to say that because, um, you know, time is weird. And yeah, stuff. sure. Well, we recorded that album literally a month before everything shut down. So yeah. that was really bad timing on our part. Yeah. And pressing plants are frankly just incredibly, incredibly rude yeah, with incredibly their timelines. Rude. Yeah. And also probably it's just like, well, we all live through it. Kind of the feeling of like, what's the point or kind of like getting things together you know everything's kind of slow moving now but i'm i'm so happy that it's like so even though we have a little bit to go it's so close to the finish line totally and it's an amazing record there was definitely um a lot of months in there where we were like not moving anything on it because we were like hopefully this will be over in a couple months and then we can like move forward with it then but um you know things happened as they did and it pressing plants are as they are so yeah yeah, i mean definitely very excited yeah for that record to come out for example um with how long pressing plants are we put a record a new basque record in the in the plant february of 2021 and i believe we'll have it so that's actually another release that's coming out early next year on self-aware yeah um it's been yeah it's pressing plant everyone i feel like everyone kind of knows that at this point oh yeah Um, yeah and um since we're also in the bands all right put out a new single at earlier this year as did uh late bloomer so go listen to those hopefully we'll both have new music next or we definitely will both will um so actually all right and late bloomer will each have two songs coming out on a 
special split seven inch series by Tor Johnson Records to celebrate their 20th year being a label. Um, there's a whole bunch of bands doing splits for that. So check that out on their website. You can pre-order it. It's very limited. So, so you better order it or else you're not going to get it. You better go order it. I, yeah, I really hope we didn't leave out any friends. Um, I, I think if you're just making music right now, if you're still listening to this episode, (laughs) (laughs) if you're making music right now and the time we live in, we're proud of you. Perfectly said. I am. I'm proud of everyone who's still doing anything in a positive and productive way. Well, Sarah. Well, Josh. I think we'll talk again next year. We're not going to talk at all. Is this my Christmas present? This is your Christmas present. Even though we live together, we will not talk anymore until 2022. Oh my God. So goodbye. Welcome back. Thanks again to all of you for checking out the pod. It means so much. There's really so much other stuff you could be listening to, and you keep tuning in. So it means so much. So it would also mean so much if you would check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash spinningoutpod. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at spinningoutpod. And over on that Patreon, it's exclusive episodes every week. Uh, It would mean so much if you check it out. And thanks as always to Sarah for editing the pod and Pretty Maddie for the theme. And we have so much in line for next year. So we're going to be off next week. But enjoy your holiday, and we'll see you in the new year. So, see you in a couple weeks. <laughs>